Hello and welcome to Nested Folders, a productivity podcast where we try and be productive because that's what productivity is. Uh, I'm Scotty Jackson, joined as always by the wonderful Rosemary Orchard. Hi, Rose. How are you? Oh, I'm good. Um, I, I, I've been playing with things. There's been post-it flags. There have been tags. Um, and, and it's all flexible and combinable. And I love that about my systems. Amazing. Oh, I want to get into talking about systems today. This is going to be a good one. Um, uh, for those of us uh, that are new, however, hi and welcome. Uh, you can find our whole podcast at nestedfolderspodcast.com. And if you like, we also have a uh, supporter-driven uh, subscription uh, version called Unnested Folders that you can find at nestedfolderspodcast.com slash unnested, where we do a bonus episode every month to answer listener questions and challenges and so on. Uh, but for today... Uh, I wanted to talk more about tags. So last episode, we talked about how it's been sort of a year of pandemic and we have been managing systems throughout. And we've talked in the past about how we're using tags. And I thought it would be neat to uh, do a redux or reboot on that tag conversation to see where we're at and what we've learned about how we're using tags, what tags we're using and and so on. And by tags, I mean whatever your system is, you know, maybe it's metadata or groupings or contexts or whatever, whatever that means to you, dear listener. Um, I'm using the word tag to try and wrap all of that into one word in order to keep us grounded a little bit. So uh, what do you think about this? <laughs> I think I'm more like a helium about? balloon where if you don't hold onto my string, I'm just going to fly off somewhere and you might never see me mm. again. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 98 um, left. Yeah, but uh, I mean, I think tags, which are just one of the ways that you can organize tasks and so on, are something that definitely need to evolve with your system. And I am very definitely guilty of thinking that my tags must be static and must be um, present all the time. And this is something that has recently got me into a lot of hot water. And I realized there are a whole bunch of tags that, guess what? I'm not actually using. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, so I, I decided that instead I needed to go ahead and actually delete those. Um, and some of them, it was a super easy decision if they, they didn't have um, a, a task or anything associated with them. Um, then I just put them all, I just, I found them all. And then uh, I went, okay, so for each of these, is is this something that I, I actually will use again? And it just temporarily doesn't have something assigned to it because, you know, for example, my bank, I don't need to go on a bank errands, but I, I somewhat frequently do need to go on bank errands. So that's not one I should, should, uh, you know, delete and recreate as needed. Um, mm-hmm. uh, whereas others, um, you know, it's like, okay, I had one errand involving the library. I realistically, and now I don't need to go back to the library for a while because I, I get ebooks from my library. I love it. Um, and so, you know what? I can delete that tag and that is okay. And so one of the things that I have, uh, recently been investigating, which I think is well worth it, is the concept of disposable tags. So basically mm. something that, that sits around for a little while. And then when you've dealt with the stuff, uh, then you're good. Um, and it can go away. Um, and I'm trying to figure out a way of uh, identifying these because I would very much like to create an automation uh, that just periodically I can run, like when I do my weekly review, that'll just say, hey, uh, the, these are the tags which you have identified as disposable. Um, and uh, they currently don't have any tasks associated with them. Uh, do you want to get rid of them? Uh, and then I can go, 
yes please, or no thank you. Because I think one of the things that I need to get better about within my weekly review is reviewing things from a tag perspective. Because of course, part of the weekly review for me is looking at things from the project perspective. But the tag perspective is important as well, because if something uh, doesn't necessarily have any tags, then you know, does that mean that I, I'm not associating it with a particular context or a, a grouping? Or does that mean that, um, you know, maybe I've just not thought about this enough? Because it turns out actually most of my things ought to have tags. Not everything, right. but most things. That's 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 such a that's such a good point about re- reviewing the tags and and being able to like let some go and evolve with them too. I as I've been you know working with that myself, I've started thinking about what even are tags. Why do I even have tags? And I came up with you know, like five kind of key reasons why tags exist, and I found this to be a really helpful lens to be. Mm-hmm. Um, to be considering, you know, what what's a reasonable tag to have or keep, or that I should maybe create. Um, the the first is like sort of like necessary conditions. So if a task is tagged in a certain way, in, unless that tag's condition is true, I can't do it. So uh, the most present version of that now is my new desk tag, which is it seems a little bit weird, but. Um, you know, because uh, because everybody's now working from home uh, where I am, um, you know, being on camera is now a thing that I am doing a, a lot more. And so now I've gotten lighting and I've got, you know, a good webcam set up and so on. Um, if if I need to be at my desk for such and such a meeting, um, I've, I've used that tag for that, which means... Um, I can't take that meeting from anywhere else, or I really shouldn't, because I need all of my gear. I need all of my situation around me. Or like this podcast, for example, is also tagged with desk because I need my my good microphone and and, and so on. Um, and then I the, the second category is sort of like optional conditions. So um, this is more like um, not a constraint necessarily, but more you know if I am in a certain way or mindset or, or something, what are, what are the tasks that now become options to me in that, in that place? So, uh, the tag that I'm using right now is, um, couch and, uh, shout out to, uh, Caitlin from the, uh, Omni group, uh, Slack group who uh, also had the use case of a tag for breastfeeding because like, um, you know, I, I want something that I can do when I basically only have like a phone and one hand and, um, you know, maybe it's the middle of the night. That's what sort of like what couch is for me, minus the child and feeding and, and, um, female anatomy. I, I want like things that I could do in basically anywhere, like under any circumstance. So those things I tag as couch. Um, that way I know that like, if I'm brain dead, that's fine. Um, but that's not a constraint necessarily. It's just, you know, when I'm in that sort of mindset, I can go digging and see what things I, I could do. Um, mm-hmm. The third category is relational conditions. So like what sort of related material might, you know, uh, um, complement this particular task or body of work. Um, so I have um, a filer uh, t- uh, tag, for example, and it has five sub tags of red, yellow, orange, green, blue, uh, purple six, sorry. Um, and, uh, those are the colors of, uh, file folders that I have in my desk in my filing system. Uh, and that's where I put, you know, different kinds of material. So if I have, you know, a task that requires me to like take a form to somewhere, I will tag it as, you know, 
purple, for example, because the form is filed in the purple filer. I know that I need to go get it um, in order to be able to accomplish that task. And then, then I have descriptor tags, which are sort of like, here's a little bit more information about the task at hand. It relates to that sort of body of grouping of projects or body of work or, or, or so on. Um, you know, maybe that's like home and household or, um, you know, uh, things I'm interested in or checklists or that sort of thing. Uh, and then the last one is, uh, I call it limiters, which is kind of like necessary conditions, except that these are things that I can't control. So maybe I'm waiting on someone else, or maybe it's, uh, something is being shipped to me. So I have a waiting or a shipping tag or, um, events, um, if they're, um, events or, um, or it's, uh, uh something like a clock. <laughs> so morning, afternoon, evening, and weekend tags. Um, mm-hmm. I found that having those categories of tags has been really helpful for me to understand what a tag represents to me, not just in its name, but in its purpose and, and how it came to be. Right. Um, and, and that is something that, um, I've realized several times I no longer realize why I, I I don't know why I have this tag. Um, and that is totally fine. And sometimes, um, I put little notes, um, somewhere for myself. So this is one thing, um, that I struggle with in my current task management system, which is OmniFocus in that I can't really see a lot of information about a tag and I can't add a note to it. Um, and I do wish Mm. I could. So I've been setting up a parallel, um, system. Um, in, in my note taking, um, system. Um, so, um, for, for people who, uh, aren't, um, who aren't aware, I am using Obsidian predominantly for my notes. Um, and what I have, um, is I have a folder in it, um, called, um, task management. Uh, I couldn't think of a better name for it, but I'm, I'm a big fan of very dumb names because very dumb names mean that I will actually know what this means. And basically, it's documentation for my task management system of choice. Um, and, uh, so I'm using OmniFocus. And so what I do is if I create a tag and there's like something specific about it, um, then I go ahead and I put, and I have a subfolder inside of task management called tags and I create a note for that tag. Um, and I add, um, all of the different information uh, that I might need. So, for example, um, if if I've got a tag um, for um, you know uh, after um, lockdown stage two um, has ended, then I can go ahead and note down specifically what that means. That means that stores have reopened, for example, um, and things like that. So that means that I then I I can reference that and look it up and find out why does this tag really exist? Because sometimes. My tags um, are very uh, specific. So um, going back to my thought of disposable tags, um, I realized recently I have a lot of projects that I'm tackling um, and a lot of them have common um, showstoppers right now. So for example, I needed a new network switch um, because I needed more Ethernet ports. This is a legitimate problem in my life. So I ordered one, but it was going to take a while to arrive. And this was something stopping several active projects, but also several inactive projects. Um, and so I decided that I would create some tags or a, a primary tag called, uh, inactive projects and then some sub tags within that for the names of the projects. Um, and then I could just, um, you know, have the one action pretty much, um, and say, um, you know, um, all, you know, when, when the network switch arrives, uh, these, these things are also affected. Um, which meant that I could then go ahead and follow up with those, um, because I, I've moved a lot of my inactive projects 
out of OmniFocus because even though I know what my next actions are for them, uh, I don't need to see that right now um, because I'm not working on them and I don't need to be able to find them with search and things like that. I just, they can exist, but they can exist elsewhere. Um, and and so I created that so that then it's kind of like a little follow-up thing for me, like, oh yeah, you know. Um, so I go through and this is, again, part of my review. And so I look at my inactive projects and I find the things that have been checked off related to those. And I go and I deal with that, you know, and uh, that's also being stored in Obsidian. I have um, future projects as a folder. And then I've got one note for each project with the, just the task paper in it. Um, because um, this way, uh, anything that already existed in OmniFocus, I could easily copy and paste out. And when the project becomes active, I can copy and paste it back in and I get my tags back. Um, mm. And then this means I can just update this and I just add at completed and, and the current date. I have a, a little uh, text expander snippet actually for that, um, which really <laughs> helps me out. Um, so, um, you know, so that's one of the things I've been doing there. And then, of course, when um, those um, those tags have no more um, active items in them and everything's been completed and I've done my weekly review, I can get rid of those tags as well. Um, and I find that, you know, this is helpful because tags can mean lots of different things. They can be a physical context or a mental context, like you were saying, you know, couch um, is a good context or for Caitlin mm -hmm. breastfeeding. Um, I'm so impressed that she's managing to do things whilst also breastfeeding. That's, you know, mm. um, I'm pretty certain if that was me, it would just be staring into space. So I can't deal with that thing right now. Um, too exhausted. Um, but um, yeah, and so, you know, some of it's mental state, some of it's physical state, um, and some of it's, you know, other things. So waiting, of course, for me is a very important tag. I've definitely got several things with waiting and some of these things I've been waiting on for a very long time because the postal system is very delayed right now for some things. Other things, it's smack bang on. Um, and so it's, mm -hmm. it's useful to be able to, to see that, um, and, and go through and tweak that. Um, but the other thing is speaking of my note system, so, and you know, the fact that I, I have notes for explaining some of my tags, I have also recently been experimenting with crossover tags. Um, so that means the same tag mm. is present in both my note system and also, um, my task management system. Um, and this is very useful for some things. So for example, in OmniFocus, I have a tag called relax. And these are things that I should do, you know, like to help myself relax. And these are tasks that I might do regularly, for example, painting my nails, um, uh, which also is tagged with personal care. Um, and I've put emojis in front of these because they're cute. Um, but, um, you know, then I can see these. But I also have a whole bunch of someday maybe projects which are relaxation related. Um, and so I have just added um, a, um, relax tag to all of those in Obsidian because, um, I, I, so I have, um, the title, which is just the name of the project. And then underneath that, I have my note tags. And then beneath that, I have my task paper with, you know, whatever it is. And, and that contains the tags, but that's in task paper syntax, not my notes taking system syntax, which is pretty, pretty much marked down with a couple of extra bonuses. Um, and mm. one of those is, you know, you use a hashtag followed by a word, um, and up to a blank space, that's a tag. So I have hashtag relax for some of these things. And that's really useful because again, coming back to review, I'm looking at things and I have a look and I've got one perspective, which are, um, 
relax relaxation uh things um and then i look at that and if i see hey you know there's not a huge variety of things in here i should grab one of my relaxation projects and input that um and that's one of the things i like to do and then i move that back in and then i can see that i have more relaxation uh tasks available to me so for example setting up self-watering her garden is one of my fun projects that's more about relaxing than really being productive of course hopefully it will be productive and i'll have lovely fresh herbs for cooking um which is another tag that i have you know because then i can have okay this week i am cooking uh spaghetti bolognese on uh thursday um and i'm cooking pizza on friday from scratch um and so I can see those and it's like, okay, well, you know, I've scheduled some time to make sure that I've got enough time to, to let the pizza dough rise and things like that. Um, and that's relaxing, but it's also cooking related. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things where I've, I've been experimenting with this crossover. Not every tag has a parallel in the other system because some of these things aren't necessarily, um, things that cross over. Um, so for example, right. inside of, of my note-taking system, I have a tag for home automation. In OmniFocus, that's actually a folder underneath home improvements. Uh, there's mm. home automation, because uh, I consider automation to be an improvement. Uh, so not everything translates directly from tag to tag. Some things become folders and some things just don't copy over. But they're things that allow me to find stuff quickly and easily when I want to. Um, and, um, you know, it's metadata. And metadata is very, very useful for me. Right. Oh, I mean, first of all, I I love the amount of volume of uh, relaxation and cooking related content you have in your task management system. That makes me think I'm doing this wrong. Uh, second of all, uh, yeah, words matter. I, I really like the idea of using parallel language between different systems. And, you know, I mean, theoretically, that could, you know, transfer into a whole lot of different places. So, you know, you might use uh, the same tag in your task management system, as in your note system, as in your file management system, or as, you know, labels on folders, uh, upstairs in another cabinet or something like that. And having that, that kind of congruent, this relates to this, relates to this, relates to this is, that's a really great way, I think, of giving yourself, um, a signal as well as a, you know, like a really, I hate to like over index on the word, but like trusted system of like knowing what is going to mean what, um, because that, that same, that same nomenclature is used, is used everywhere. Um, one of the other ones, uh, speaking of note taking, um, that I've gotten for myself is, uh, you know, for Christmas, I think I've mentioned this. I got, uh, I got gifted with a couple of rocket books and I really enjoy them. Um, and it's gotten me uh, handwriting uh, a lot of notes. Um, you know, one, one, cause one of the other things I got for Christmas was a uh, mechanical keyboard, which I love. Um, one of the side effects of the mechanical keyboard is it means that um, I must pay attention in all of my meetings because I will be so busted if I am not. Um, so, I, I, so, mute so, switch, Scotty. I, mute switch. Mute switch. Sure, but but also, I mean, it, I I also know me, and if I if I am taking notes and my hands are on the keyboard, uh, I that, I mean. Yeah, that's just a distraction waiting to happen too. So making me pull out my notebook and pull out my pen and start writing there, that's better and healthier uh, for me. So I have a tag called rocket book so that I know that, you know, if I have a, um, a task uh, to, you know, either digitize meeting notes by, you know, scanning them or uh, referencing um, tasks or commitments that I made in the course of, 
you know, a meeting and I, maybe I don't need to digitize the notes, but the context is still there. Um, I can, I can, I can tag something rocket book and I know, you know, where I'm, where I'm going for that. So, um, you know, similarly to, um, you know, what you're talking about of using the same language from system to system, um, having those relational tags to say like, Hey, there's accompanying information over here. Um, that's really useful too. Um, the other one that I, that I spent some time, uh, reviewing for myself, uh, is or lo- the location based, uh, things. Um, because, um, you know, to your point, you know, things can be disposable and, and, and maybe you, you can you know, let those go, especially in these weird times where maybe, maybe some locations become like kind of inaccessible or unavailable. Um, but I decided to be really, really liberal, um, with this, um, particularly because, um, because I use OmniFocus as my task management system and because it has location based alerts for tags. Um, I decided, you know what, I'm not going to delete any of these. I'll just, I'll just keep them forever. And if they, if, if some of them sit fallow and empty until such time as I need to call them up, f- fine, that's fine. Uh, because, uh, that, that allows me to always have that, um, you know, I, I have left the house. Okay, cool. What, what else, um, do I need to be nudged by because I'm driving by, you know, a particular shop or a particular store or, uh, or the library or city hall or, or somewhere where I may might need to, you know, acquire or get or, or drop something off. Um, having those kinds of, um, alerts and tags, um, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about that, but I, I, this is where parentage comes in is because that list is long and ridiculous. Um, I, I've tried to group them a little bit by, you know, neighborhood. So what are the, because I live in a, in a, um, sort of separate suburb town, what are the things that relate to that versus what relate to the city if I were driving in or relate to, you know, particular shops and so on. I've, I, I've grouped them a little bit so that at least if I'm looking at the list of tags, uh, it isn't this mind numbing long list. I can, I can fold that up, um, and, and, and reduce the amount of like mental strain <laughs> when reviewing tags because I'm, I'm looking at things in, in, in smaller chunks. Uh, so I think, um, parentage is a really important part of, of a tag system as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So I, I've grouped a lot of mine. So I have places. And that's one of the thing, reasons why I don't want some of my tags to be disposable. Like there are some stores that I go to very rarely. Um, but I, uh, I have an automated tagging system to an extent. Um, and so to mm. be clear, what I mean by that is I add things to OmniFocus by clicking uh, a button in my browser. I use the OmSave extension for Safari if anybody's curious. Um, but then I created a script that will go through all of the items in my inbox. And it only does this on items in my inbox. And it looks, and so if it sees, for example, um, the IKEA URL um, in a note, then it will actually um, automatically clean up uh, some little bits of the title that it knows might well be present based on the fact that this is from the IKEA website. Um, and it adds the IKEA tag automatically for me. So then if I'm driving past IKEA, It'll pop up and go, Hey, you have 16 items available for IKEA. <laughs> um, and this is, this is really useful. And then of course, if IKEA is closed, then IKEA is closed and I can't do anything about that. But this does mean that I get that, that the benefit of that grouping, which is why I don't just want to automatically delete items with no tags because some of them have got location based information attached to them. Um, and therefore they are a little bit more permanent um, or regular member of my system, let's say, mm-hmm. than anything else. Um, uh, but um, 
you know, that the the thing that I've found is my tags need to serve me. And a really long list of tags does not. Um right. there there's there's no way to bat around the bush. If I have too many tags, I will not use them. So that means that some of these things just need to go. And that meant actually for me, it's forced me to review a lot of the actions inside of those and go, you know what, I'm never going to do this. So one of the things I've actually done recently is completely nuke and, and redo my database. So I exported everything and split screen, new database on the on the left, old database on the right. And I went through and I got rid of all of my tasks and projects and folders and everything. But my tags, I did some serious weeding with those because it turned out it was like a completely unruly garden. Everything was everywhere. It was all covered in sticky burr um, and things like that. And so I just had to go through it and really, <laughs> you know, be absolutely ruthless. And the other thing that I, I've tried to force myself to remember, I can add things back again. If I delete right. a tag and then I realize afterwards, actually, you know what? I wanted that. That's okay. I can get it back again. Um, you know, and it won't necessarily have all the items that I previously tagged with it, but I can go through and I can look for things. Um, there's a search function. And honestly, if your task management system doesn't have a search function, then um, that probably means that you're uh -oh. using paper. And so you're going to be reviewing things in a different pattern anyway. Um, but I found that it's good to group things and it's fine to delete things, even if you think you might want it back later. Um, because you'll be able to get it back. Um, you, you know, you can always take a screenshot um, of, of all the items mm. with that tag before you delete it, um, so that you you can you can get them back if you need to. Um, and uh, that's that's something that I have been looking at and going. You know what? That's totally okay. That's fine with me. I can I can delete things and recreate them if I need to. Um, and more importantly, I probably should because. Again, as I said before, a really long list of tags does not help me. It might help you, um, and if it helps you, that that's great. But at the same time, you know, it's worth um, going through and uh, you know getting rid of the things that you really never use. Because what are things that you never use? They're clutter. And uh, you know, thinking of um, Marie Kondo and the Kalmari method, if it doesn't bring you joy, then why are you keeping it? You know, if its function brings you joy, that's good. But if the whole thing makes you just look at it and go, Ugh, then try and get rid of it. And that's what I've done with my tags. And uh, a lot of things, you know, the the phone tag especially makes me go, Ugh, because it usually involves waiting on hold for a very long time. Um, but at the same time, I then realized that while that, that tag in particular doesn't necessarily bring me joy, what would bring me joy is uh, a list of things that I can multitask while doing. Um, and, uh, so it turns out household chores, I can multitask while doing most of those. So for example, cleaning a mirror, I can do that with my AirPods in while I'm on hold. And that's great. So I've gone through and I've added, uh, multitasking to a whole bunch of tasks. Um, and these are, uh, these are, um, all things that, you know, I can, I can do and I can feel better about the things that I've done because of them. Um, and that is definitely something which for me has made a big difference. Um, and that's something that, again, I don't need to go through and tag everything with multitasking. But there are a whole bunch of things where I do them. For example, when I, I listen to an episode of a podcast that I've been on, um, like nested folders or automators or something like that, when I'm going through and checking things for show notes and so on, 
those are things that I can do and do something else at the same time. So I've now got a button and it takes me to my multitasking perspective and shows me all of these great things that I can do. And they're quiet things. So vacuuming is out, for example. Um, and they're things that mean that I stay in the house. So taking out the rubbish and the recycling, again, that's out. Organizing the recycling so that I can easily take it out. Then, um, you know, that, that's totally, that's totally acceptable. Painting my nails. Yeah, it's a bit iffy, so I didn't put that on multitasking. Um, and I've I've just found that I can bring myself some joy by adding a little complexity, but not too much. Um, and uh, specifically, multitasking has helped me out a lot recently. I have spent a very long time on hold to a couple of different organizations. So being able to say, I was sat on hold for 45 minutes, but I wasn't really sat on hold for 45 minutes in that time. I did... Uh, you know, I washed the dishes, I cleaned my kitchen, I cleaned the mirrors, I cleaned the bathroom, um, and I sorted the laundry ready to go. That makes me feel really good about it. So while the, the, the tasks associated with the tag themselves might not bring me joy, the outcome has brought me joy and the multitasking associated with them that I was able to do thanks to tagging has brought me joy as well. That's really good. And I, and I think it's important to like call out tags as the, these very useful tools of ways of like working and hacking the system, like you said. Two that have come up for me uh, that you just reminded me of uh, the the first one, which is a tag that I call live. And so uh, what live reminds me is that if I've got a task that is tagged with a person's name, live means that I also need to be talking to them live about it. Like it's not, it's not a thing that I must, I could email or instant message or Slack or something like that. This means a, a live conversation. So what that lets me do is I can look at like, show me all the things that are tagged with live grouped by person. And I can look at my calendar, make sure I have, I actually set up time to do this. <laughs> so <laughs> now I can, now I can say like, okay, I know I need to do it. Now I'm actually committing it. And once it's in my calendar, then I can probably also remove it from my task management system and call it done because I've booked time. Um, but that's a, that's a neat way of, of, of quickly determining, you know, the difference between what is a, maybe a Slack conversation and what is something like, no, we, I want to look you in the eye over um, video chat or um, if it's a member of my household and like actually in, in family, the other um, kind of workaround you thing. And I've been, I've been toying with my whole task management system architecture a lot over the last um, month or so. And uh, a lot of it involves um surfacing, you know, a couple of key projects at a time and leaving all of the other projects organized in what I call a single folder called stacks, um, because I love libraries. And, uh, uh, so to me, the library means that, you know, it's there, it's in the stacks. If I need it, I can go get it. That's cool. But, you know, at, at a glance, I only wish to see like the top most important projects, everything else can get put in the stacks. Um, but, you know, for, for a new system that I've only had for a couple of weeks, I'm already having to hack it, which is, you know, what are, what are the things in the stacks that, um, maybe I want to have kind of most at hand if I were to go looking in there? I mean, certainly things will, um, be raised to my attention based on either due dates or flag state or, um, availability and defers and that, that sort of thing. But I also added a tag called float and float just, 
means um, exactly that. What are the things that sort of float to the top of the stacks so that I can, you know, if, if something is filed away and I want to look at, you know, what's like the next most important thing, if I've finished, you know, all the things relating to the top projects that aren't in the stacks, what are the things that I might want to look at next? Or what are the projects I might want to pull out next? And so I might tag that at a project level too, is like, what, what might I want floating to the top as kind of like the, the, the next sort of thing. I mean, that's a dangerous tag because there's a lot of ambiguity about it. Um, but it's also a nice little way of, of organizing, um, organizing candidates for, for what I might want to pull out of the stacks, you know, next week, because I, I organize the stacks on a weekly review basis. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the thing. Review comes into this, um, a lot because, you know, as we've noted, our systems aren't static. We're hacking them and changing them and tweaking mm -hmm. them all the time. That doesn't mean necessarily that it's a complete nuke and pay for every month. That probably wouldn't be a great use of time. Um, but <laughs> it does mean that, you know, everything is kind of up for grabs to an extent. And sometimes I do, you know, put a, a pause on that and say, you know, I'm not allowed to change things, you know, unless I absolutely have to. So that might mean um, that, you know, um, I'm not allowed to just go ahead and add 20 new tags. But if I realize that I'm not going to remember to do this unless I'm notified when I'm going past to do it, then I can, then I'm allowed to add a tag with a location um, to it or something. Um, but, um, you know, I, Everything has to evolve and be reviewed and actually match up with um, our expectations um, of what our task management system should do and service with. Um, and, mm -hmm. you know, it, it, tags are flexible. So most of what we spoke about in episode 39 for me, um, I re-listened to that episode today before recording. That's, that's still accurate. <laughs> um, I've just tweaked things um, and updated things a little bit. Because my life has changed a little bit and that's okay. Life changes, life moves on and our system has to move with it. And especially I find tags are one of those where you, you really want to do it um, as soon as possible um, and tweak those because otherwise when you're trying to filter for things that you can do right now, um, you, you may struggle. Um, and, uh, mm -hmm. I, I recently realized that, um, I had a, a waiting tag with a whole bunch of nested tags set up and I was mostly using the nested tags, but a lot of the time I wasn't. And then I looked at it and I evaluated it and decided I don't need multiple different kinds of waiting. Um, I can just say waiting and that's, a, that's okay. And I should do that. And so I did. And that's okay. I'm, and I'm now happy with that. Um, and right. it took me a while because I was looking at it going, yeah, you know, there is a difference between waiting on and waiting for. One of these, you know, I can I can actively chase people and follow stuff up. Other things, I'm just waiting for it to happen. You know, there's a whole bunch of us waiting. It, you know, I've just got to sit and hold tight. Um, but, you know, most I realize vast majority of things, I've just got to sit and hold tight. And if I'm going to follow up with somebody, I, I know to follow up with them anyway, because it's also tech with the person. So I got rid of my my split and everything's just waiting now. And it works for me. It's good. Totally. So I'm happy. And to your point, you can to, to your point, you can change that later too. If if your circumstances or mindset changes, right? You can you can exactly. you can readjust that. And I think it's important to uh not underestimate the value of of tiny changes because it, it, just this the slightest tweaking of wording or of meaning or of consolidating tags like you said, mm -hmm. that can have um an unexpected level of value because you might not recognize how much you know, mental anguish or cognitive dissonance you've got 
tied up in, you know, the understanding of one little particular thing. And, it, and you uncork that and, and, and life can become a whole lot better. So, you know, we keep doing the quarter turns on the wrenches, right? Exactly. Um, and I have to say one of the things uh, which I will give people as a little takeaway from this episode is having emoji at the start of my ta- tags has made a big difference to me. Um, and tweaking those emoji to really meet what I feel is is the meaning of those tags um, has also helped significantly. And I really like that. Um, I like the fact that when I, I look at my emoji in front of the phone, there's a phone icon because then I don't need to read the word phone. I know that these are phone calls. I still have the word right. phone in there because it's easier to type phone than it is to try and find the phone emoji when you need it, uh, especially <laughs> on macOS. Um, but it, you know, these make a difference to me and it, it helps. And you know what? Anything that makes my system feel more me is a good thing. So I'm, I'm really happy with that. That's a really good one. Okay. All right. I'm going to go rename tags with emojis now. I'm once again inspired. Inspired. I'm going to go run for it. This is, uh, this has been, uh, as always, fantastic conversation, Rose. Um, Thanks, everybody, uh, for hanging with us. Thanks to uh, Simon as well, listener Simon, who's encouraged us to talk more about uh, tags. I hope this uh, I hope this has hit the mark. Um, again, you can find our whole podcast at nestedfolderspodcast.com. And if you would like to support us, we'd, we, we'd love it if you did. You don't have to, um, but we'd love it if you did. And uh, you can reach us there at nestedfolderspodcast.com slash unnested for monthly bonus episodes and access to an AMA there. Um, you can also tweet with us on the Twitter at nested folders. And uh, we love hearing your feedback uh, either via our website or via Twitter or uh, through our AMAs. We, we love hearing from uh, all of you and hope this has been you know, useful uh, and instructive uh, for folks out there as much as it has been for us. Uh, Rosemary Orchard, where might people find you on the internet? Uh, the best place to find me is rosemaryonshire.com, which has links to all of the podcasts I do and all of the other things as well. Um, and uh, of course, you can also find me on Twitter and micro.blog with the username Rosemary Orchard. Scotty, where can people find you? Uh, I may be found on the internet at heyscottyj.com or by the same name on Twitter at heyscottyj. And honestly, that's probably just just the best way because uh, Twitter's the thing I will most likely <laughs> most likely be paying attention to next. Um, thanks again, everybody. Thank you again, Rose. That was fantastic. And we'll talk to you again soon. Goodbye, everyone.